0: Mama Rants, life and motherhood uncensored. Welcome back to Mama Rants with Elle and Allie. How are you doing today, Allie? I am doing. The weather is getting
1: warmer. We're spending more time outside. We're all happier. (laughs) How are you
0: guys? Oh, we're in the trenches of teething right now. The mm-hmm. like deep, deep trenches. Yeah. But um, it's great to have you back. I know you had a nice little um family vacay. And yes. uh, do you have a mom win this week? You know, um, I do actually. We were
1: out at um like dinner. It was like an earlier dinner-ish. And my husband was like, oh, like let's go out to eat. And we had his two little sisters. Um, and so we were spending like the evening with them. And so we went to Bob Evans out of all places. This man chooses Bob Evans. And so we go <laughs> and we're there with, you know, all like the old whatever film. you like. Yeah. And we have not been there. I haven't been there in a long time. And I think his sisters hadn't, one of them had never been there or maybe she doesn't remember, but I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not nobody's like top choice. I mean, not in like, I feel like the younger crowd, but, um, so we ended up going and, um, there was a bin of like stuffed puppies as soon as you walked in and, um, Tootie saw it and like beeline straight for them. And so she grabs one and she's holding on to it. And, you know, we're sitting in the waiting room, waiting for our table to be called our names. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to buy this freaking puppy. So we're just like looking at each other, like me and my husband and- (laughs) And so um, I was like, oh, look, do you want to go take the, you know, the puppy back to his family? And so one of uh, my sister-in-laws, you know, walked her over there and we're like, oh, look, let's put him back with his family. And then she put that one back and grab a different one. And then it was, oh, let's put him back with his family. Put that one back, grab another one. And so then she like takes off takes off away from the bin. She like face plans, like all like the, you know, the, the older crowd are like, Oh my God, she just hit her face. And me and my husband are like, this can't be serious. Like, <laughs> And thankfully she didn't hit her face, but she got up and she's just always a trooper when she falls. Thank goodness. But so she comes back down with the puppy. And so I was like, Oh, let's do a switcheroo. So we, I have my phone and I'm like, here, do you want to watch, you know, like, Elsa she's very frozen right now so I was like you want to watch Elsa and I was like you have to give mommy the puppy so I take the puppy and then I hand it behind my back to my husband he takes puppy back over there and she doesn't even notice so that was like our first like ever like switcheroo for them not to notice so that was a big deal (laughs) so yeah um, yeah, that's great it was exciting and I was like she didn't not no tears were shed she walked right past the puppy bin didn't care and, yeah, we had a great dinner after that. <laughs> oh, that's great. So do you have that any? That is great. Um, I know, yeah. And what about you? Any mom wins, fails, both?
0: Um, I have a little of both this week. I really needed a hard win. And I finally got it today, garage sailing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and our neighborhood garage sale was here. So this morning I, I took off um, when Matt was able to watch B-Man And I looked to see if there was any, you know, stuff for little boys around his age. And I found like this cute little chair and this little tractor. And then I find hockey sticks, hockey sticks for like young kids, but not really toddlers. Well, anyways, I said, you know what? It's two for a buck. I'm going to grab it and I'll just keep it in the garage Well, my son has not put these things down. He literally walks around the house with a hockey stick. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my gosh, I did not realize. So each time we go to the garage sale, we end up with like somehow getting one of the greatest toys. The last one was his favorite construction truck. So that was thankfully my win this week because all week I felt like it was one huge failure after another b-man is teething and my failure this week felt like failing every single day yeah um he was getting two molars in at once i'm exhausted he's not sleeping he's wanting to nurse 24 7 the poor thing yeah he'll be happy as a clam playing and then all of a sudden he's crying Mm. and you know his eating's just all messed up you know what all comes with that and to make it worse, he had done this really cute thing walking around in the morning. And I decided to send my husband a video because I was working nights. Whenever I end up working nights, B Man gets a little, you know, jostled, like, where's mom? My husband and I don't really see each other except in the morning. So I was kind of sending him videos later that evening of what happened in the morning and and he plays them and B-Man hears my voice. And Matt explains it to me as all of a sudden his eyes get puffy and red and his lip starts quivering and puffing out. And he's like, <laughs> and I feel absolutely terrible. Like this just solidifies it. And then I guess B-Man went into a fit kind of looking for me and crying. And man, it is sometimes it is really hard to be a working mom when all that you want to do is be with your kid and your kid just wants to be with Mm -hmm. you because he's going through a tough phase and man, it sucks. So um, that was my fail. (laughs) If you saw that video on Instagram that was literally one of our mornings. Our mornings was, de- it w- It was rough. Both me and Matt just needed to take a second um, because we just, we felt so bad and we're at a loss for what to do and just needed that break.
1: Yeah, definitely. I feel like, you know, do you have like these rough patches and you just, and in the moment you feel like they're never going to end or you feel like, oh my gosh, like how long is this going to last? And then when they're mm-hmm. over, you look back and you're like, wow, like, you know, it was such a, like a minute time in my life and gosh, I'm so happy that's over. And, but like in like the grand scheme of things, it's really like, it's not that long, but God, it feels like it's forever in the moment. Like it really does. It Mm -hmm. takes so much out of you, you know, especially like being away, you feel like you feel so helpless. And so I'm sure that's just a whole nother, you know, a whole nother feeling of emotions that I don't experience, you know, so.
0: No, but you feel the exhaustion, you know, I just... Yeah, props to you. (laughs) It's, thank you. It's, it's rough. I know it's rough being a stay-at-home mom too though. (laughs) You know, you don't get the break or, you know, the chance to reset yourself. Um, So there's challenges both ways. Yes, there is. So what are we talking about this week?
1: Oh, so let me just start by saying that, you know, me and Elle are on like two different sides of this spectrum. And so I figured it would just be a good, topic to talk about just toxic family members slash toxic people in your life in general. And, you know, like how I go about it, and then how Elle goes about it, and then comparing and contrasting and, you know, hearing each other out. And, you know, you might relate to me and say, you know, fuck off, or you might relate to Elle and say, Oh, you know, but they're so and so and, you know, it's, you know, so (laughs) I feel like, you know, you're on one end of the spectrum. So I think that's a that was something important yes. that I feel like is a is gonna be a good topic to, you know, cover. So I I classify someone um as like, you know, a toxic person. Um someone who, you know, just continuously, you know, pushes your boundaries, crosses your boundaries or disrespects your boundaries. Um and you know, I I do um, I don't want to say like, you know, the moment you fuck up, you're fucking gone. Cause that's not the case at all. It's, um, especially if I see improvement, um, then I, that shows me that you do care and you do, um, you know, you do respect me, but you know, things are just, you know, a little, just like different. And like, I mean, my rules for my kid are, you know, they're out there. And I mean, in my family, you know, like my, my cousin, you know, she allowed everybody to kiss all over her kids. Um, and you know, my, you know, my fam as like my fam. Um, but there are certain family members who didn't, you know, approve of that and would have like a hard time understanding where I was mm-hmm. with that. And I feel like it was a constant comparison. Um, and then also just, um, you know, snarky narcissistic comments.
0: God, that's so annoying.
1: It is. And, you know, I mean, I do with it what, what I can and, you know, I stick to my, you know, I stick to my, my boundaries. I stick it hard. And I, you know, I reiterate to them, it's not just you. And, you know, I don't even let my mom, I don't even let my own mom kiss my kid. And so I'm like, it's not, I promise you, it's not you. And it's, and if, and people, they either take it, or they take, they, you know, run over here and then talk shit. I mean, I don't know if they talk shit, but, you know, go over here. I'm like, oh, like, she won't (laughs) let me kiss her kid. And, you know, I don't, you know, I really don't care at the end of the day, because it's my kid and I have to do what's best for me. And, Um, yeah, so there would be certain people that, um, like growing up or, you know, now that, um, people would tell me, oh, you can't cut so and so out because they're your blah, blah. And, you know, when I was younger, you know, maybe like 10, 15 years ago, I would believe that sentence and I would, you know, not listen to what my, you know, what, how I was feeling. And so now I, you know, someone says that to me, and you know, it's up to me. It's it's my life. If that's if you want to take that shit and you want to live that life, that's you. If you want to have people constantly bully you around, say shit that you don't like, constantly, you know, constantly push your boundaries and disrespect you, then that's how you want to live your life. But that's not how I'm going to live mine, or you know, that's not the life I want
0: for my my child or my family. Um, you know, I don't want that life. Either, but I feel, you know, almost defensive because it's like I, I don't want that life. And you're right. Maybe um, it's just something that I'm allowing to happen. I think that to me, a toxic person is someone that constantly tears everyone down around them or is mentally abusive, manipulative and uncaring. So when someone is caring half of the time or three quarters of the time and then judgy the other portion and when especially it's family or, you know, they're respecting your boundaries half the time or most of the time, it gets tricky for me to decide, is this person toxic? And it's easier when it's someone that only has to do with me. It's easier when it's my person, not when it's someone that has to do with my husband. And that makes it tricky. But in my opinion, it's trickier when you are not on a united front with your husband, at least in what response should be used. Um, I feel that. You know, he's, he's very united with me in how we feel about what's being said, or the boundaries that are being pushed, or the challenges. And he's very on point with that. But he's not on the same page with me as how to enforce those boundaries or how strict to be because I lost my father. Because, you know, I I know how important time is now, I guess like it it sits with me. Um, I'm always thinking to myself, I don't want to alienate someone that has the opportunity to be very close to Matt and my son, just because our personalities clash. And it's, it is very difficult. And sometimes I wonder if, if I need to be like you, if I need to just say, listen, this is it. You crossed my boundary. Goodbye. Yeah. I feel like, um, You know,
1: I, I, I did struggle with that, um, too. And I feel like, you know, obviously it comes down to, you know, you guys being on the same page, but also like finding your own voice and, you know, when it was appropriate. And I mean, like, I, I just don't, I don't have a problem saying what's going on with me. I don't. And, you know, I, oh, I tell them what's going on with me. (laughs) Yeah, so I mean, like, that's huge, you know, being able to do that. And then when it's continuous, pushback after pushback after pushback, and no improvement, that's, you know, I've given you so many fucking chances, and you still sit here in front of my fucking face, or behind my back and and do some shit that you know, I don't agree with. And that's where my line is drawn. And I'm just that person, I don't care if you're my mom, I don't care if you're my sister, I don't care if you're my dad, if you continuously tear me down, put me in a place where I need to I need to be able to function. If I'll tell you like, you're fucking like, poof, I, I'm gone. And if you don't fucking do anything to get yourself back out of that hole, then that's where you will stay. And it's unfortunate. And you know, yeah. I love you. And it's not that I don't love you. But like, I have to protect my peace. And you know, sometimes, you know, I look and I'm like, damn, I wish you know, I sometimes I wish I wasn't like that. But then other times I'm like, like my life has been significantly better since you have been gone. Yeah, at the end of the day, I just feel, you know, like I have to do what's best for me and if if you make a benefit, and it's not saying like you're gone forever, but if I see, you know, if you want to try, I'm going to be, you know, I'm not I'm going to try, I'm going to make an effort. I'm going to be, you know, that person who, you know, I should be to you, um or to be to your family or be to your child, then like I cannot sacrifice me or my, like I said, my piece for you, for the simple fact of having you in my life because you are who you are.
0: You know, I just don't. It's hard for me to cut off people with chances. Now, don't get me wrong. I do have some family members that are completely cut off. Um, not many, but I do have a few that literally have so much of their own issues going on that they need to tear everyone down around them. And it always happens to be me. And they want to place blame because they can't face themselves in the mirror. So they need somewhere to put that animosity. And if if that's me, that's me. You You can do it behind my back because no more are you going to come to me and create this toxic environment in my life. And for people that do that, it's, it's weird, because for those individuals, it's very easy for me to write you off. But when it is someone so close to you, or so close to your spouse, and you know that not everything they do is bad, you know, that at least, you know, there is good in them that they aren't that you see you see some kind of good. So therefore that relationship is worth it for you. I don't know if it's worth it or if I'm just dumb and I'm just, I'm just holding on like, Oh, don't give up hope L. And sometimes I do. I wonder like, am I crazy? Am like, am I ridiculous? Why am I giving this person so many chances, but they're so cunning and so manipulative and so intelligent. And they're so good at gaslighting you. And turning things around yeah. and I'm the type of person that's always trying to look inward and, oh, is it my fault? It Was there something that, you know, maybe I should work on? And because of that, I'll always question myself like, oh, hmm, did I come off wrong? Did I do this? And finally, with so much repetition, I, I feel bad because my husband and I are in this position where we're now getting a lot of stress just and, being yeah. around certain individuals because they aren't respecting our boundaries because every time we say something that we're doing for yeah. our kid for whatever reason they are internalizing it and this went off like a damn light bulb in my head the other day like why why do they feel the need to always make a comment or fight what we're doing and it hit me oh my gosh maybe they are internalizing and they're not feeling good enough or they're feeling judged about the way that they raised their children or maybe it's none of that and I'm just psychobabble bullshitting myself and being walked all over because they're so good at manipulating me but it made me think you know maybe if I could just get through to these people that listen I respect everything that you've done with your children. We're just doing it different. That's no reflection on how you raised your kids.
1: But also I think it's so important for these people.
0: I mean, I, like you said,
1: I respect that, but that has nothing to fucking do with me. And my mom is super guilty of saying shit like, Oh, like, you know, I did this and you were fine. And like, that's great. That's totally, that's totally great. But, um, that has nothing to do with me. And, You know, after like I had that conversation, you know, with my mom and I was like, oh, like I will not be, you know, co-sleeping because I'm fucking scared. But I slept in a fucking waterbed with my mom. And I'm like, mom, like, that's it. I'm not doing that. (laughs) And, you know, ever since then, it's, you know, she'll make like a joke about it, but it's never like a, oh, well, you did it and you're, you were completely fucking fine. Like, you're fucking crazy. It's never been that again. So, like I said, if, if you know, I set my, I put my boundary down, my fence is fucking down and you continuously fucking jump it or busted down. Oh my God. I will light your ass on fucking fire. I will light your ass on fire. And then if you
0: really don't listen after that, then you really can go. Mm -hmm. And apparently I I'm, I'm getting closer and closer to that point. That point is a lot further down the road for me than it is you, but I'm, I'm getting there and it's, it's sad to see that such a joyous time in our lives. Um, You know, when we know that we're going to be interacting with these people, it brings my husband anxiety. It brings me anxiety. I'm on the edge. I'm defensive. He's wondering what the hell's stupid crap is going to be said. And we're trying, you know, to come together to figure out how are we going to handle this because we've tried in the past setting down a boundary and they pretend that they're going to follow that boundary or you know, do what we ask. And they just straight up don't or, you know, it's always an excuse to Oh, well, it was fine. Or they were fine. Yeah, that's where I'm like, you, you gotta I mean, it sucks. You have to lay down the hammer. And I
1: mean, it sucks. And if if it's, you know, depending on whatever side, I mean, it can be really awkward crossing
0: that Matt agrees with me. He just doesn't agree how to handle it. He agrees that he's annoyed and fed up. And he keeps trying to be respectful and say things, but he is not as straight to the point and blunt as me. And he doesn't want to get to that point because he has respect for these individuals, you know, and a great deal of love. But they don't have respect for you or him. No, they don't. And that's hard. It is, but that's where
1: you bite the bullet because it's, it's only going to get worse And I mean, that but that is that's the moral of the story. So if you guys if you guys are together, if you guys feel the same exact way, and the same exact shit that bothers you is bothering him. And he is, you know, he's trying his best to say something, but being respectful and see and then if that were to happen on this side which i mean it doesn't you know like if you know depending on whose side it is and i'm like hey nana don't fucking kiss my kid and she fucking you know she doesn't you know and then over there on whatever side you know mm-hmm. hey blah 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 you know we don't kiss and then but if if my husband has fucking told you i don't care if it's on that side if he has told you numerous times my voice box is opening and at that point like we're mm-hmm. our, me and my husband are in the same place. So he's told you, and now it's me, like that that he was your warning, yeah, and now it's
0: me. so that's I mean that I feel like that's where we differ, No, believe it or not, that's the way it goes here. if okay. it's if it's my family or my yeah. friends, I deal with them. If it's Matt's family or Matt's friends, he deals with them with however we're we're going at this together, For us it's initially well no, that's what I'm saying. But there are multiple times that I have gone off on these individuals because they they don't respect. And I've said straight out, this is why you will not be alone with my child. This is why I don't trust you. And we've gotten to that point, but I am trying hard, so hard to avoid having to say to Matt, this needs to... Be cut down. Like if 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 it doesn't happen, I'm no longer having a, them around me and my child. And I guess I'm too much of a softy in that way. Like I'm thinking to myself, well, see that would have happened for me a long time ago. You know, I don't want to hurt Matt. Of course,
1: of course you don't. Of course you don't. But and if he he's on the same page as you, he is. He tells you, and you know, look at how you're feeling right
0: now. You know, like this is how. Matt feels the same with what boundaries we want, what boundaries we have, but Matt does not feel the same on where the limit is. He believes that these people have good intentions and that he doesn't see the disrespect that I see. He sees it in a much kinder yeah. way, like they just don't realize right. this. And maybe that is the case.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I don't know. Yeah. But I do know that I'm getting to that, that breaking point. And I commend you for being able to do that, whether it's right or wrong. I think everyone has to do what's best for them and their family unit. And I'm just getting to the point where I just don't understand. I, as someone that tries to better themselves and tries to be a good person, I do not understand why you would want to cut someone down, especially when they're a first-time mom they're new to everything. And instead of, and it's always the way it's said, instead of simply asking questions, getting mm-hmm. answers, seeing why something is done or why we prefer that and then respecting it, which is what I expect. I expect that. But instead of getting, mm-hmm. getting that, I am met yeah. with constant criticism, talking shit behind my back. And them either saying they'll do it, but begrudgingly, or them basically saying, Oh, yeah, I'll do it. And then them not doing it. And now I'm stuck in this place where I'm not comfortable. And this isn't right. Your disrespect for me and Matt is clearly evident, but Matt does not see it as disrespect. And it's like, no, you know, you're not giving them enough credit. They do know what's going on. They do know what they're doing and they're damn good at it.
1: And I feel like he does. I feel like he does. But to play like, you know, you don't think that somebody really, you know, you don't you really don't want to think that someone, you know, so close to you or someone you love so much would continuously, you know do that to you. You really don't want to think that. And so it's hard to, it's hard to grasp that. And especially when you're hearing it from one side and you know, you're like, Oh, I like did, you know, they don't mean anything by, it, or they didn't mean to. And you know, I get it. But at the same time, like it's, it's a hard fucking cookie to swallow. And it's definitely a harder one to really lay down the
0: hammers. Ellie, my response was no f-ing way. Absolutely not. That was my response. And I walked away because I just, I couldn't do it anymore. I just couldn't do it anymore.
1: And no, there was no
0: improvement. No more improvement after that. No, no, actually the bounds have now been tried to press again. And it's like a a never ending, I'll lay down the wall and lay down the hammer and it'll get better for just a little bit. And then it's back back to pressing and it's like it gives you it's like an abusive relationship an abusive cycle of I'm gonna give you enough to make me think I'm gonna change and then I'm not gonna change and we're just gonna keep in this cycle and I feel like I'm getting whiplash in a laundry machine
1: yeah And you're going to get to a breaking point and you're going to lose your mind. You know, you really are. And it's going to be really unfortunate when that happens because it took this long for that to happen. And, but I mean, you know, maybe it's what you need. Maybe it's what, you know, Matt needs. Maybe it's what, you know, the individuals who you're dealing with, you know, it's, it's what, it's what everybody might need. And it's unfortunate that it gets that way or it might have to be dealt that way. But I mean, at the end of the day. You know, you have to do what's best for your total fucking health. If remember, the mommy fucking ship sinks, yeah. the whole motherfucking ship sinks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's it. It's true. It is true. Um, I think it's much easier with toxic friends because, yeah, with friends, if they're toxic, if they're you know a frenemy, if there's someone you can't trust it's so much easier for me to throw up those boundaries. Um, And yeah. if it's someone, even a family member, but they're not as close, it's very easy for me to set those up. But when it's like a best friend or someone you're really close with or a really close family member, mm-hmm. for me, it is hard because, man, that is my issue. I see the potential and I need to not not give chances based on potential and yeah yeah, you know yeah and why is this why was this easy for me in my relationships when i was basically able to say fuck you you don't understand i was in one really abusive relationship he smashed my head through a car window i beat the shit out of him (laughs) that was the end of that because nobody was gonna lay hands on me And I literally made this list of like 80 things that I wanted in a guy and all of them were personality traits. And every guy I dated since then, I would literally at like the three month mark, I would check and be like, do they meet? my criteria. And if they didn't, it was a piece. I broke up with one guy because he wouldn't fart in front of me. And I'm a very gassy person. So I was like, peace out, dude. Like if I, if I can't fart in front of you, like this isn't going to work. So, you know, he got kicked to the curb and thank (laughs) God Matt came along and he literally, he fit this list almost to a T with the exception that he chews tobacco. (laughs) Um, So there was, there was a few things on there that, that um, he didn't hit, but man, I, I lucked out, but why was it so easy for me there? This is a therapy session. I should be talking to my therapist. Why was that so easy there for me to set those boundaries, but for other individuals it is not. It's, it's not easy for me. I am just like, I don't know.
1: Like you said, it's if it's in your realm, if it's in your control, it's easier for you. But since this is not in your control and it's not on, you know, your immediate like shit that you would like your immediate circle, then you feel like your hands are tied essentially. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, they're not, but if you feel that way, you know, you feel that way because, you know, you want to, you know, you're thinking about others, which I mean, I get. um, But I mean, that that's where you are. I feel like, it, I, and maybe it's not even like you are on the opposite side of me. Maybe it's like you do have the fucking capability, but because you don't, you're not in control and you. It, oh, I have not, it. I, mean, I, just, I just don't not, do it. I yet. feel like, you know, it's like, it's, you know, if it's like you said, you've cut out your personal friends, family, you've cut them out. you It's not that you have the problem doing that. It's because now that this is not in your, this is not in your immediate circle. It's, you know, a little bit to the left. And now you're like, fuck, like, you know, it's not my decision. At the end of the day, it's not my fucking decision, or it's not my own decision. Yeah. It's, it has to be a, a collective fucking decision between me and my husband. And that's where your problem is. Yeah. I feel like you have, you have the fucking capabilities of doing it, but now you, you know, like you said, you want, you want to, you know, think about, you know, your husband, you want to think about, you know, like you said, the potential these people have, but at, you know, at some point, you're going to crack, you're going to break, and you're going to lose your mind. So I think that it's important um, to maybe cross that bridge sooner than later, because, you know, as time goes on, you know, B-Man's getting bigger and you don't want this shit continuing, you know, forever because at the end of the day, it's your mental health. It's your husband's mental health. It's going to yeah, suffer
0: for it. I don't want him to be manipulated. I don't want him to be told things that we don't agree with, like, oh, keep secrets or this is just, you know, yeah. that in a, a sexual abuse context is the most dangerous thing you can ever do for a child. And, you know, there's things like that, that it's, it's like, I'm on edge. Like, is that going to happen? When's that going to happen? Because I feel like we're already headed there. I would love to be able to do it and get the other side. You have to be willing to walk away. And that's a a very hard ask for someone that
1: you love. But if you, you know, you got to give, I mean, I've never had to do it, but if you give them the fucking ultimatum, like, you know clean up your shit. Otherwise you're not going to see us. You're not going to talk to us. You'd be amazed. You know, like I said, I've never, I've never gotten to that point. Um, but, um, you know, maybe you're just headed to that point. Maybe it's really time for that serious conversation It's like, you know, I'm headed here
0: and this is how we feel. And this is where we're at. Yeah. And I, I, you know, it's so common too. you see it in the mom groups all the time. You're looking at the mom groups and, so many people go through this where there's these people in their lives, whether it be, you know, a friend, a family member, an in-law that they're having issues with because they think they're ridiculous on what their parenting is. They don't respect their boundaries and people are constantly asking what to do. And I, you know, I know that in your head, you're like, This is clear cut. And to me, it's more complex, you know. And I'm sure people can relate to both sides of that. Either way, I think it's important to note that if you are dealing with someone that is disrespecting you and your husband and your wishes for your child, that you do have to set those boundaries. It's boundaries, limitations, and consistency. And I'm hoping that. We're, we're going to wash, rinse and repeat and get what I want, <laughs> the result that I want. But, um, you yeah. know, it might come to that time where you got to make the decision. And it's it's unfortunate that people can't just be more understanding, yeah. Um, you know, and I it's don't know why that is. Yeah, because when I look at a parent that does things completely different than me, damn, yeah, you do you. You do what works for you. I'm in these trenches too. I get it. Like Always. So why is it that other people aren't like that? What I mean, what is it about that? And why is it that we can't respect the decisions of the parents if it's not something putting the child in danger? Like if I don't want my kid to eat something or I don't want my kid to go somewhere or I don't want my kid to do something or I want my kid to sleep in a certain space, let's just respect that. Like you can easily tell me how you think and just say, oh, we did it this way, or I did this, or I heard that this is great. You know, why are you doing it this way? Wow, things would be so much easier if people would just accept the answer and then respect that. But it does come down to, especially I see it with older relatives and older friends that are kind of like, oh you don't you don't know a lot. you don't know anything. you don't and it's maybe it's not that they don't respect the mom or the dad. Maybe it's the fact that they don't understand how to come to that acceptance level with someone that they're so used to being the authoritative figure with or the expert with or yeah. the person that's 10 years older than you and they just know more. I don't know. Yeah. What advice do you have for people dealing yeah. with this? Because I feel like this is really common and you got your shit together with it. <laughs> um, I,
1: would, I mean, the biggest piece of advice, you know, for me would be if you, if you have a clear image of, you know, how you want to live your life, how you want people to interact, you know, with around, for your baby, you know, set those boundaries fucking early and make sure people fucking know what the fuck is up. Because the moment you give any type of, oh, like, it's okay, like, it's fine, then that's when shit gets taken advantage of. And if you don't stick to your guns and stick to them hard, it's just gonna it's gonna crumble and your mental health is going to suffer. And, you know, I... I'm very thankful that, you know, I, before I even had my daughter, it was no one's kissing her. If you smoke, you're changing Mm -hmm. your shirt, you're washing your hands, you're brushing your teeth. Like I was very, very, very vocal about, you know, our needs, you know, what we wanted as parents, what we wanted for her. And, you know, I was very lucky to, you know, have people who respected that, you know, I Mm -hmm. very lucky to, there was no pushback, you know, I very, very, very lucky and you got to make that decision. What's it? Is it worth it to you to keep that Susie Q around? Is it worth it to have her disrespect that in front of everybody? You know, it's, is it, is it? And if it's not, yeah. then you got to give her the ultimatum. And, and I mean, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Like we, you know, we just said, but I mean, protect your peace, do what's best for you. Stick to your fucking guns.
0: Well, and that's true. And it's people treat you how they allow you or how you allow them to, because if you yep. don't allow them to treat you that way, they 100%. won't. Now. I'm stuck in the cycle where it's, you know, I I give the pushback, but I guess I'm just not respected. So, I'm going to be dealing with that in the near future. And it's unfortunate because that makes me feel vulnerable and weak and not the person I want to be. And man, why am I giving that person so much power on
1: that? Right. And that's, you know, I'm I'm sorry that you have to deal with that. It's not fair.
0: So, bouncing on this episode, If you have a story that you want to share about a toxic individual in your life, go ahead and send us an email at Mama Rants, that's M-A-M-A-R-A-N-T-Z dot podcast at gmail.com. And we'd love to make a mini episode out of that. So while I try to get my crap together and Allie (laughs) helps me keep my stuff straight. We hope to see you next week for another episode of Mama Rants. So if you like what you're listening to, please like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app.
1: And fuck them toxic motherfuckers and protect your motherfucking peace. Bye.